Hey, buddy. How you doing? Yeah, good, man. Good. You're currently on the Central Podcast. Oh, cool. Anything to say for yourself? Oh, you mean like at the moment? Right now. Hey, well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Imagination Central Podcast. Well, here we are. The Central Podcast is back. Believe it or not, the first episode of 2020, and it's June. And uh, sorry for the brief hiatus, but uh, my wife gave birth to a baby boy named Roger, and then we had this thing called COVID-19. Not sure if you've heard of it, uh, but uh, kind of threw a bit of a spanner in the works. So the podcast was just put on hold for a little bit, but we are back now, stronger than ever. My name is Simon. I'm hosting this episode. I won't be hosting every episode. Just a sneaky little spoiler there. But I am hosting this week. You know, Central is the 18 to 30s ministry of Imaginations Church, which is a Christian church in the western suburbs of Sydney, Australia. You know, we created this podcast last year just to kind of keep everybody connected, <laughs> which is the church's favorite word right now through this online church kind of COVID season. And we have an awesome episode. You know, we've been taking a lot of feedback from people. The big thing people have been screaming about is uh, they want longer episodes. So we got a bit of a longer episode today, but it's okay. You can pause it. You can come back later. You can just take it easy. Take, you know, take it in small chunks if you need to. Our special guest today is none other than Gabriel Billich Neville from Open Doors Australia. Uh, I first met Gabriel a few years ago. Uh, he came and visited our church and we hung out in our uh, central after party after a Sunday night service and just got to know him and he's such a good dude. And our church actually partners with Open Doors at the moment uh, with one of their projects, uh, helping the persecuted church in Iraq, which we'll talk about that later. But, you know, Maria and I, we've been missing everybody. Uh, we've been trying to get in contact with everyone we can through Instagram, through everything. Uh, and so apologies if you haven't been contacted. We we love you, we love you, we love you. Uh, so I thought I'd just take some time. Let's just um, make some phone calls. Uh, I'm going to call this segment Quick Catch-Ups. Hey, Leo, how you doing? Hey, good, bud. How are you? Good. You're currently on the Central Podcast. Am I? Yes, right now. Ah, uh, hello. Central Podcast. Anything you want to let the people know? Oh, uh, you know, just, just want to say that uh, you are loved uh, and uh, to enjoy your day, all right? Don't do anything I wouldn't do. Nice work. Thanks. See ya. Thank you. Bye. See ya. Hey, Katie, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, you're currently on the Central Podcast. Cool. Anything you want to say? Not really. What are you guys talking about? No, I'm just uh, just calling people just to see how they're doing. Anything you want to say to everyone? Um, hope you're doing well. My cat just walked past me. Put his butt in my face. 
No way. <laughs> All right, gotta go. Bye. Bye. See ya. I right, just call my wife Maria. Hello. Hi. Hey, what's up? You're currently on the Central Podcast. Oh, hi. <laughs> Anything you want to say? All right. you've, caught me on, you've caught me off guard. I've literally just arrived at my mum's house. All hey, right. everyone. Nice to say hello. Um, miss yous. Yeah. All right, bye. Love you. <laughs> wait, wait. Elliot, you want to say something? Say, say, what's up, everyone? What's up, everyone? Sorry, I can't get to the phone right now. You can leave your name and number. Oh, he never answers. Hello? Hey, Tanya. It's Simon. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. You're currently on the Central Podcast. I am? Yes, right now. Oh, sweet. Anything you want to say? Um, hey, everyone. <laughs> I have no idea. Nice. Miss you all. Looking forward to seeing you all. Nice work. And uh, any sign-offs before we say bye? Uh, I have no idea what to say. All right, see ya. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> bye. Bye. Hello? Hey, Tim. It's Simon. Oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> hey, uh, you're currently on the Central Podcast. Thank you. Anything you want to say to everyone? Um, keep reading the word. Very spiritual. Got to go. See ya. See ya. All right, let's call youth pastor Matt. Hey, man, I'm on leave. What's up? <laughs> Are you really on leave today? I am, yeah. Well, actually, right now, you're currently on the Central Podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Anything you want to? Anything you want to say? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you want to address your employment mindset towards ministry? Do I want my, my, your employment you mindset do. towards ministry? Do I have an employment? No, I don't actually. No. You just literally answered the call with, "I'm on leave right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah, because because if I called you during leave, you would answer the same way. <laughs> All right, we're gonna end this call. Gotta go. See ya. <laughs> Hey Trinity, it's Simon. How you doing? Hi Simon. Good, thanks. Good. Hey, you're currently on the Central Podcast. Oh, am I? <laughs> yeah. Anything? Wow. You, anything you want to say? Hi. <laughs> wow, I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> that's all you have to say? Yeah, that's all I have to say at the moment. Sorry, didn't really have a lot of time to think of something creative. <laughs> all right. Talk to you later. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, Lauren, it's Simon. How you doing? Good, thanks. Sorry, Mr. Cole. That's all right. I was just calling because I um, just want to let you know you're currently on the Central Podcast. Oh. Like right now. I'm recording. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Anything you want to say? Hi. Cool. I'm, I'm so confused. 
Oh, we're just calling everyone for a quick catch-up. Just part of the oh, new episode. Cool. Yeah. Anything you want to say to everyone? Hope you're all staying safe. Um, yeah. All right. See ya. Is that, is that it? Wait, I'm so confused. Did you just call me to ask me that? No, I'm just calling to say hi and I'm and, um, calling a bunch of people for the Central Podcast. Okay, cool. All right. That's see awesome. ya. Bye. See ya. Bye. Hey, is this Josh DeMartin? Hey. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, you're on the Central Podcast right now. What? Yeah. I'm just really? like, yeah. Just calling everyone. <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to say to everyone? Uh, uh, nothing appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Talk to you later. <laughs> no, okay. Good See Bye. Bye. <laughs> Ah, good times, good times. Well, thanks to everyone who answered your phone this episode. We really appreciate it. Um, I forgive everyone who didn't. And you know what? I thought about shortening that segment, but, you know, first podcast in many months. There's no holding back this episode. No way. We are going all out. No time limits here. And, you know, it's a great privilege to be able to catch up with Gabriel from Open Doors. And uh, it's just awesome to have him here with us on the Central Podcast. Good friend of ours. How you doing, Gabe? I am doing incredible, Simon. Thanks so much for talking to me. So give us a bit of background. Like, who are you? Uh, how did you end up at Open Doors? And most importantly, where were you born? All right. Let's all the way back. I was born in Basel in Switzerland in the beginning. Yes, in the beginning. So can you yodel? <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no, no, it's no. I, Basel is like, so when people think Switzerland, they think mountains, cows, and like chalets. But I live in a city that is far from the mountains. And so, but love skiing, grew up skiing. I lived there for 19 years and wanted to come to Australia to do Bible college for a year. And learn the language. I didn't really speak English. And then go again. Because I never thought I'd live somewhere else than Switzerland for more than a year. Came to Australia. Loved it. Fell in love. Did my bachelor in theology four and a half years later. And now seven years later, I'm still here working for Open Doors. And let's not forget you got married. Yeah, sorry. Important detail. I did get married two years ago to my incredible wife, Olivia. She So I'm... My mom's Italian, my dad's Swiss. Olivia's English, American, and Irish, and we live in Australia. So hopefully, our kids are going to have six passports one day and speak many, many languages. <laughs> yeah. You're working with Open Doors. What is your role there right now? I do church engagement for New South Wales. So we have basically, as a ministry, we're working in the persecuted world, but we also want to educate the church world in countries like Australia. And so I'm basically looking at the relationships we can establish between churches here in New South Wales and the persecuted church. That's awesome. So what is the vision of Open Doors? We want to help people or we are helping people follow Jesus all over the world, no matter the cost. And so that's basically meaning for 65 years, we've been coming along the persecuted church and coming alongside them and helping them in whatever ways they need to, a, to be able to continue sharing the gospel boldly, courageously in their environment. And so a lot of times that means they need discipleship training. They need 
persecution preparation training where the pastor most likely will be ending up in prison. And so the church needs to be able to continue when that happens. Um, we have trauma care counseling when people are experiencing incredible suffering, making sure they can walk through that. And so it all started with smuggling Bibles. That's People would know open doors for that. Uh, Brother Andrew started that. And now it's really just anything you can think of. We've got micro business loans. We've got uh, centers of hope. We've got anything that helps the church continue being the church, we do. So the Centers of Hope is uh, a project that we have been investing in as a church and adopting. That's right. Uh, obviously, with the whole COVID stuff, it's been a little bit touch and go with restrictions and stuff like that. But can you just give us a bit of an oversight of what yeah. the Centers of Hope are and how we're involved in that? Yeah. So your church is partnering with us in Iraq, where the main problem in Iraq, because of the war over the last multiple years, the Christian presence is in danger, basically. So many Christians had to leave and are basically gone. There's no churches left. And so what we're working on with our local partners is creating centers of hope, safe houses for Christians to be able to return to their old homes, uh, rebuild their old homes and create or making sure the Christian presence is established again. And so what would it actually now, it's, it's more important than ever throughout COVID, making sure Christians have access to food and medicine to be able to survive. Because in so many countries, Iraq being one of them, Christians are marginalized. They're not getting access to basic needs or medication. And so Centers of Hope and Safe Houses enable us to actually create these environments where Christians can continue to live and have a future in their old home. Wow, that's awesome. I'm so happy we can be part of that as a church and be part of that project there in Iraq. So when this whole COVID stuff went down, uh, besides like my first initial thoughts being around getting toilet paper and stuff, uh, my my mind really started thinking about the persecuted church because – we were not able to gather. Our church is not a, a small church. Uh, it's not a massive church, but it's a bigger church. And, and we were unable to gather together. And yeah. it made me think about the multitude of Christians in the world today that can't gather together in big gatherings legally uh, and yeah. how much we could possibly be learning from the persecuted church. So what can we learn from that huge part of the body of Christ throughout this season. Yeah. Oh, there's there's so much, man. And I think it's the great thing since I started working for Open Doors, there's been lessons coming through constantly. And it's now that the church is really listening uh, in Australia and kind of going, hold on, this is different. What do we do? And so one of the things is definitely very basic, but, but kind of having a perspective of Jesus being everything. When you live your life, as a Christian, knowing that nothing else is worth as much as your relationship with Jesus, you're, you're able to walk through trials and, and suffering and, and challenges because you have your hope in Jesus. And so easy, it's so easy for us and me growing up in Switzerland, having everything at all times, coming to Australia, again, never lacking a thing. Rel relying on Jesus is easier said than actually done. And so in this time of uncertainty, it's been a real challenge for me to remind myself that the persecuted church walks through uncertainty, praising God regardless. And, and so I kind of come to that place of going, hold on, do I praise God even in the midst of uncertainty or 
when I don't know what's going to happen next, when I'm by myself, when I can't hang out at church on a Sunday and have my community and be filled there, do I continue to praise God or do I start struggling and kind of going, God, where are you at in this moment? And so that that continuous shift of focus of going, Jesus is worth everything. I I'm put my faith and hope in Jesus, regardless of what my life looks like, is crucial. And so what, what I often say is it's dangerous when we start measuring God's proximity to us by his provision of safety. Because if yeah. we only feel close to God when we're safe, when God is looking after us, meaning we're blessed and everything's nice, we think God is gone in the trial. But the persecuted church understands that that's when God is close and what your life looks like isn't dependent on if God is close or not. Yeah, because that, that is a big um, mistruth in the Western church in particular is that Jesus came to rescue us from yeah. suffering and persecution. When you read the Bible, it's quite um, not yeah. that way. Yeah. <laughs> um, like Jesus himself suffered. So ha- like how has your understanding biblically um, on the concept of suffering, persecution, uh, been strengthened or, or changed mm. since working with Open Doors? Yeah, I think a big thing I've learned is that Christianity isn't about having no suffering, but having the strength to walk through suffering. And so when I look at friends that don't have my faith, it's very clear to me that actually being a Christian doesn't mean my life is going to be easy, but it means that whatever comes at me, I have the ability to walk through with the strength God can give me and the peace God gives me instead of having to rely on my own. And so that is definitely something I'll never forget and I'll take with me forever. It's the understanding of, I'm not promised a better life. What I'm promised is a strength to walk through life, a hope for the future, an ability to to continue walking when it doesn't seem like there's any hope. Just on that, you know, for us, and I, I don't want to get too much into, you know, the Western church and make the Western church sound so weak yeah. because there is so much that uh, strength and there's so much resource that, that God is using our affluence to yeah. help other areas yeah. of the world. But I, I just know in, in myself and, and in, like we have so many like crutches in our faith and throughout this season, you know, what I mean by crutches is, you know, we have conferences, we have epic atmospheres in our services. We have um, so much support. Um, what we might consider to be a trial is is nothing compared to what other people consider yeah. to be a trial in other places in the world. Give us some tips on how we can keep our strength strong and genuine yeah. and get rid of those paper-thin kind of supports that we, we might hold on to. It's, it's awesome, actually. I was speaking to our field coordinator for Southeast Asia uh, last week. And oh, it was incredibly challenging because he, we asked him, how do you evangelize um, your area? And he said, oh, you know, we just encourage people in, our, in the churches we're connected with to tell people how Jesus has changed their life in the last 48 hours. Now, if you ask me, I, I'm not sure if I could tell you something. Like I just live my life and I pray in the morning and I read my Bible and talk to friends that are Christian. But the, when he asked me that, I realized that the key to the key to that courageous faith is a relationship to Jesus that actually is alive daily. And so 
it's kind of like asking yourself the question, who is Jesus to you? And what has he done in your life? Even Let's be generous. Let's say the last week. And as soon as you ask, start asking yourself those kind of questions, you go, okay, well, I'm grateful that I have a relationship with the creator of the universe. But what is it that I can pinpoint it to that Jesus has changed in my life the last week? And the more you ask yourself those kind of questions, the more I believe your faith becomes more alive and you're not reliant on the preacher on Sunday or the next message or the, the communal gathering in worship, but you're actually relying on your relationship with Jesus. And the more you feed into that, the more you, you work on that, the more that sustains you instead of everything we've created that isn't necessarily bad. But it's very easy to take that as your spiritual growth instead of you putting in the work and actually getting to know Jesus for yourself. And so that ended that that call ended up us asking, what, what do you love most about Jesus? And he just started crying. He he started tearing up and, and couldn't articulate how much he loved Jesus. And I sat there and I was like, if you ask me, I probably try to give you some theological answer and I'll try to like tell you why Jesus is the real deal. But would it hit me personally? Would it bring me to tears talking about the creative, you know, like that passion, that deep relationship is, is incredible. Yeah. That's a good reminder, man. Yeah. Cause I know for my life, it's like, you know, even as a pastor, you can just get so caught in the day to day, the, um, the bells and whistles, the, yeah. co- you know, the ministry cogs. And it's been uh, one of the benefits of this season has been all those bells and whistles have been taken away. Yeah, I've still got to focus on online services and stuff like that. But, yeah. but you know, sometimes we spend so much time investing in things that really are not the big deal. What the big deal is walking with Jesus yeah. every day. Um, not just walking with Jesus when it's conference time or when it's, you know, yeah. uh, Christmas time, but having a living faith. So let's just continue on that for a bit. Like you, here you are, a 26-year-old young married man, moved from overseas, studied at Bible college. Um, how has working for Open Doors in this season of your life uh, affected your personal walk with Jesus, but also your view on like your calling for your life. Like obviously you're working for Open Doors in this season. How have you grown in that understanding of calling as someone who studied theology and now is working? Cool question. I think I came to Australia thinking I'm going to be a pastor of a church and, and probably go back to Switzerland. And being here for seven years now, working for Open Doors, has really helped me. When I came out of my degree, I was my faith was very head-based, very academic focused, and just like I needed to have arguments that made sense, and I was trying to fight arguments that I didn't like. Um, but my relationship with with Jesus wasn't where it was supposed to be at, or where it would have been helpful for my faith. And so, working for Open Doors has really kind of shifted my focus again and gone. I want to have those arguments. I want to have those discussions on uh, different uh, um, theological topics, but I want to be able to tell someone when they ask me about my faith that I love Jesus and that Jesus is everything to me. It was so easy to give logical answers why Jesus is the right answer, but I wanted a a relationship that's personal that, that I don't have to prove to anyone. And so, and so that has been really important for me, even looking for the future, because, yeah, 
I don't think open doors is my calling. I think it's the right place for the right time because I have the ability to unite the body of Christ. And that is is starting to kind of be a calling that I see myself in. I want other people to see what a relationship with Jesus does. And so I think being able to connect the global body of Christ and making sure that we're unified is, is one of the greatest passions of my life. And that has only happened since I've been working at Open Doors where I want people to think Christians love God and love people around them. They want to be hands and feet of Jesus. You know, it's like, it's very basic, but it's kind of like that. That's where I'm at. No, 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 it makes sense. No, because I, I think through throughout um, every Central Podcast episode, we want to talk about that life calling, career calling. Um, and it's interesting. The trend mm. is, hey, you know what? We have an overall – it's almost like I'm steering away from using the word calling and more just using the word like just purpose, having a kingdom purpose mm. in your life. You know, it's like because yeah. that is our calling. It's like yeah. we get caught up on this like, like this – calling thing like it's a jacket i have to put on totally you know and that's who i am it's like no 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 like it's a journey um and and god's purpose for your life is never changing yeah you know like your purpose is to help others know him to love him to honor him and then everything else just kind of slides in the wake of that you know what i mean and works out there and it's so important to kind of live with that purpose wherever you're at yeah, because that way things can become your calling that you never thought could be, and I think that's what I always got wrong as a kid when I was in youth, and I thought, I, the only way I can serve God is become going into ministry, um, and so I just had this wrong idea of if I want to serve God, I have to be in full time ministry, and so it, it just limited the way I thought of how I can use my giftings, how I can use what God put in my life. Because I thought the only way I can serve God is in ministry. Instead of going, what am I good at? What has God gifted me with? And there, wherever I'm at, I'm going to follow Jesus courageously. I'm going to make people see the love and faithfulness of God in wherever I'm at. Yeah, love it. Hey, so if people want to find out more about Open Doors, where can they go? Give us give us a plug. Let's go. Open Doors AU is our Instagram account. Because then from there, you can go check out our website. Um, if you follow our Instagram account, we post regular prayer updates. We, we, we post updates of what's going on around the world, uh, stories, quotes from, from persecuted believers. And so that's super helpful. There you also find out about our podcast, which you can listen to, where we kind of share insight into different countries, different lessons uh, from the persecuted church. Um, yeah, so I think you can obviously sign up for all kinds of things, newsletters and everything. But if you just start there and check out our website, opendoors.org.au, you've got it. Love it. And if people want to find you, I'm going to spell out your Instagram because uh, <laughs> shout out Gabriel, G-A-B-R-I-E-L, Billich, B-I-L-L-I-C-H, all one word, lowercase. Go give him a follow. Wow. Uh, like some old photos just to freak <laughs> him out and uh, random ones. Nice. Well, hey, it was, it's been awesome catching up with you, man, and I'm sure we'll catch up again, and I'm sure we'll see you at um, one of our missions conferences in the, in the future and uh, when we I'm can sure. gather together again. 
So thanks, Gabe, and what a legend joining us today on the Central Podcast. And can I just encourage you, wherever you are, come on, let's work to stay connected. (laughs) And let's make sure uh, we're engaging in what's going on, even though we might be uh, spread apart. And I know restrictions are easing where we are, so we will be together very soon. But, hey, let's work at it. Let's stick together. Let's have a great time. Elliot, please sign us off. Hello.